as a punishment for Klai Yisrael. So Yerim Menashe got killed. And the death of Yerim Menashe was as tragic to Klai Yisrael as if most of the Sanhedrin had died. And that's how we saw it says, Kishloshim Veshishoish, like 36 men, which means they're over the Sanhedrin. So we spoke about it a little bit last time, but uh, in, in view of today, we lost two Gedalei So I wanted to talk for a few minutes a bit more about this idea of Mrs. Tzadikim Mechaperis. What it means, how it works. Why does the Mitzvah of a Tzadik Mechap from the door? We spoke about it a little bit last time. Let's talk about it a little bit more. We spoke about last time, the first step, and that is that Klai Yisrael is judged as a unit, as a totality. And therefore, um, when there are too many Averis, so to speak, of the Rabbim, so Klai Yisrael can't be judged, let's say, as, altogether as being bad. Then the minister didn't want to demand punishment. And therefore, really, what we want is that the, and the a Klaishrael's, so to speak, group cheshpun, and Klaishrael all decided together that the, the mitzvahs of the tzaddikim outweigh the various of the Rishon. And therefore, even though each individual is judged what he did right or wrong, but Klaishrael collectively is judged as tzaddikim. But sometimes it happens that, unfortunately, there are too many Averis, there are too many Rishon. And if that's the case, if you're going to use the balance of Klai Yisrael altogether, the Averis will outweigh the mitzvahs. The Averis will outweigh the mitzvahs. Now, what, what options does HaKadosh Baruch have? What options does HaKadosh Baruch have in order to restore the balance, so to speak, so that collectively Klai Yisrael come out to Dekim? So the one option is if there will be more Sosim, it will be the best. And that isn't the case. So then the second eighth session has is to try and take away from the Averis, so to speak, and that's always with Yisurim. If something happens to Klai Yisrael which acts as a punishment, and therefore it, so to speak, acts to take away the debt of Chiyuv that Klai Yisrael have, and as a result, we made that the balance is no longer a Rubu Some of those Averis have already been paid back, so to speak. Now, the problem is like this. If Hashem is going to punish the people who deserve to be punished, so they're going to, then that doesn't count for the, as much for the balance of the tzibur. Because if a Russia did wrong and he gets punished, then that works to absolve from his personal awareness that he did. He did wrong, he got punished for the wrong he did. So yes, in some way it affects, so to speak, the balance of Klaishal, but not very much. Then Hashem would have to punish all the Rishoim, so to speak, for their various. And that way, it would, uh, it would, so to speak, take away the excess on the side of, of Chiyuvim, on the side of punishment that Klai Yisrael has. So that's one option. Hashem can punish Klai Yisrael collectively. For the Averis that collectively Klai Yisrael have, that will take away from the balance of Avera. The other option, Ramchal says, is to punish a Tzadik who doesn't deserve it. Who doesn't deserve it. Because since by him he doesn't deserve to be punished, so then... The entire punishment is only coming to take away from the, so to speak, the chavis of Klai Yisrael. And if that's the case, so to speak, the Yisurim the of one Salif can offset a tremendous burden of Einish. Because none of it's going to absolve him of what he's done wrong. He didn't do anything wrong. So the Yisurim are only going to help Klai Yisrael. And let me explain something. This is a point which is often confused. The fact that the Tzadik suffers doesn't take away the personal responsibility of every Russia. 
Every rush is still personally responsible for what he did wrongly, and that will get dealt with in Shemaim, or in this world, whenever Shemaim wants to deal with him. This idea that one person's suffering can absolve another person's sin is a Christian idea. We don't believe in that. We're talking now about the collective punishment Klaish Oshim get for what somebody did, or what some people did, and if that's the case, uh, then the suffering of someone in Klai Yisrael can help him for the collective responsibility of Klai Yisrael. It has nothing to do with the individual burden of guilt or, or reward that every yachid is, every individual is meant to get. This is only talking about the picture of Klai Yisrael together. So when you're talking about the, the, the balance of Klai Yisrael together, the suffering of a tzaddik can outweigh, so to speak, the various or the excess of Averis which have been done, and that restores the balance of Klai Yisrael Kamer HaStadikim. This is what the Gemara calls in Brachas, Yisurim Shalavu. Yisurim Shalavu, the Gemara says, there's two conditions for it. The one is it doesn't cause Bittu Torah, and the second one is it doesn't cause Bittu Tefillah, and the Gemara brings a positive for each. That even though Hashem is making him suffer, he can still learn Torah. And the second one is, Baruch Hashem, Asher that Hashem doesn't take away a person's ability to daven. And what's the reason for that? It's very straightforward. Because a tzaddik, by doing mitzvahs, is generating schosim. And if that's the case, to take away his ability to earn schosim and instead punish him isn't helping. If the point is the balance of Klai Yisrael, it's doing more for the balance of Klai Yisrael by letting him accrue more merits for Klai Yisrael than by punishing him. And therefore, Yisrael Shalava only works in the sense that it doesn't take away his ability to earn Shosim. So at the same time, he can earn Shosim for Klai Yisrael. At the same time, he's suffering some kind of punishment, which takes away, so to speak, some of the, the collective death of sin that Klai Yisrael has. And he made his Mazaki Klai Yisrael. It brings Klai Yisrael back into the balance of being Rubi's Shosim. That's when such a thing is an option. But when that's not an option, so the second answer is, Hashem takes away a tzaddik. Hashem takes away a tzaddik. And that's obviously a much more severe punishment. And it works in the same way. It works against the collective, so to speak, chayv that Klai Yisrael has. So Hashem takes away one tzaddik instead of having to punish the rabbi. There's a very frightening story about the Chofetz Chaim. Kiyudu in the First World War. Um, the Chofetz Chaim son in Oreb Leib. He was uh, a tremendous person in his own right, was Nifta, certainly. And Chavit Chaim's daughter was inconsolable. And uh, obviously, father tried to encourage her, to nacham her, to comfort her. It was her brother? It was her, her husband. The Chavit Chaim. He was a son-in-law also. He had another son-in-law mm-hmm. who died. And Chavit Chaim's daughter was beside her. So eventually... She asked, she asked the father, she said, such a tzaddik, why do you deserve to die? Such a tzaddik, how can I do the crafty? So eventually what the Chavetz Chaim told her was, what would you rather Hashem did? That he took away a blade, or he took away a third of the Jewish people? Which would you rather? That a third of the Yidin would die, or a blade would die? And that's the point the Chavetz Chaim was trying to say. The same idea. That the tzaddik who doesn't deserve to be punished, the tzaddik who doesn't deserve to be punished, the Maisa, the, the amount that it affects the balance in Shemaim of Klai Yisrael is equivalent to a much bigger punishment happening to the people who do deserve it. That was in the First World War. In the Second World War, we lost nearly half of the Jewish people. There was obviously a, le- a level of death where that was the only answer. So something over here. Klai Yisrael is a collective debt. 
That would happen when they have this famous story where three tzaddikim gave up their lives to, to defuse the exodus after attack. Yes. And one did not, two did, one did Yes, I'm a Because when there's a gzera in the cloud, so either the cloud is to get punished, all the people who are, who are guilty, so to speak, or there's, if a yachid gets punished, an uh, individual gets punished, who's on the level, he doesn't deserve it, and that comes as a carbon for the tzibur. That comes as a way to mechaper and everybody else. That's what the Ramchal says. Now, let's just explain one thing. Why is it fair for the yachid? The master, it's true that we're talking about the serum of the Yachid. We saw the Yisur, the, the, at the same time, you can continue learning, you can continue doing mitzvahs, you can continue davening. He's also suffering Yisurim. So we can say he's getting the best of both, so to speak. He's being mezakit to be mechaper on Klai Yisrael with the Yisurim he's experiencing. And at the same time, he's, he's, inclu- he's increasing his own schosim because he's, he can continue doing the Avodah Hashem he's doing. But when the Tzadik has to die, so to speak, as a kapara for the door, so why is it fair for the Tzadik? Why should he deserve to die? So the Mechal is an amazing thing. The Mechal says that because by his death he was in Mechapra and Yisrael, so he made all the schosim of Klai Yisrael now to his account. The fact that Klai Yisrael was let off, so to speak. And therefore they can continue to do mitzvahs, it's all in his chus. And therefore by dying, so to speak, it's true he loses his opportunity to learn and grow or do more, but from that, the collective schosim of Klai Yisrael are all in his merit. And therefore, the Mechal is Moskone and the Hashem is Moskodai. If a person is a Tariq on that level, and he'll be offered the choice, so to speak, to be the Korban Sibur, to be the one to die in order to Mechapur and the whole Klai Yisrael, that's the only against from it. And there were various Tadikim that, uh, so to speak, suffered the Midas Tadin as a way of being Mechapur and Klai Yisrael. That's the way to look at Mrs. Tadikim Mechaperis. The Gemara says it by Miriam, the Gemara says it by Aaron. That when the tzaddik dies, it's a kapar in the door. The Gemara is madame to paradum, the Gemara is madame to yom kippah. That there's such a muslik that the missile of a tzaddik is mechap in the door. And they always ask the question, how? Why? This is the yisait. The missile of tzaddik is mechap in the door is because, so to speak, punishment always takes away from others. Like we know. And the punishment which isn't deserved takes away much more. The punishment which is deserved is meted out to the person who deserves the punishment. So it helps to take away his avail. But punishment which is given to somebody who doesn't deserve it. Who doesn't deserve it. If that's the case, it does that much more. I want to finish with one more Gemara. It's an amazing Gemara. The Gemara says at the end of his life, at the end of his life, Rabbi Eliezer God was sick. And he was suffering. And the Chachamim came to visit him and they saw him in a massive where he was in the last stages of his illness. And he couldn't learn. He was stuck in bed. He was unable to do anything. And he's obviously suffering tremendously. So they wanted to boost his spirit. They wanted to make him feel a bit better. So one of them says to him, you should know that Rabbi Leza is more important to Klai Yisrael than the sun. Now just like the sun provides light and heat and warmth to the world, same thing, the schus of Rabbi Leza is what's looking after Klai Yisrael. And the other one says, you should know that Rabbi Leza is more important to the world than the rain. Just like the world needs rain to sustain it, to give it water, to cause things to grow, Rabbi Yehazah's chus is what's maintaining Klai Yisrael. And Rabbi Akiva, who was the third one, Rabbi Akiva says, Chavivim Yisurim. Yisurim are precious. And Rabbi Yehazah said, help me sit up, prop me up, so that I can hear the words of Rabbi Akiva. And the question is, what were the other time trying to tell him? What did Rabbi Akiva tell him different? And why did Rabbi, Akiva, Rabbi Yehazah hear what Rabbi Akiva said in the Chom that he wanted to hear. So the answer is like this. 
The other Chachamim said, Rabbi Eliezer, the fact that you're still alive, the fact that you're still part of Klai Yisrael is a tremendous source of schos to Klai Yisrael. Just like the world needs the sun, the world needs the rain, Klai Yisrael needs schosim. And the fact that Rabbi Eliezer is still among us gives schos to Klai Yisrael. But the balance of the schosim of Klai Yisrael applies to only the people who are alive. So as long as Rabbi Eliezer is here, his schosim are weighing down heavily on the side of merit. So you can no longer learn, you can no longer teach, you can no longer do what you're doing before, but you're alive. And if that's the case, your schusim are adding to the merit of Klai Yisrael. Klai Yisrael needs you. Like many times, Gedolim, the last few years of their life, were incapacitated, unwell, they could be even uh, unconscious. But the fact that they're there makes a difference, because as long as they're alive, their schusim add to the collective schusim of Klai Yisrael. Whether it's Rabbi Yashif, for about a year, of Shach, for many years, but they were alive. And they added, it's schusim at the Klai Yisrael. That was the first two the first two times I told him. The fact that you hear Rebbe that's like the sun, that's like the rain, it's something which is giving life to Klai Yisrael. Rebbe Kibbutz is something different. Rebbe Kibbutz said, Chavivin Yisurim. There's something, there's a benefit in suffering. It's not just the fact that you're alive. You should know that by suffering you're being mechaper on Klai Yisrael. Rebbe Kibbutz wanted to hear that. Why? Because in the first, what the first two Tanoim told him, there was nothing he was doing. There was nothing for him to do. They were saying, you can't do. But the fact that you're alive is, is, one, is what Klai Yisrael needs. And there's nothing, for him to do. there's nothing left for him to do. Masha'enke, Rabbi Akiva told him, Yisurim ha-mechafe. And if that's the case, there's something to do, you can be mechafe Yisurim. It's an amazing thing to think about. Even if there's nothing else a person can do, at that final stage, when he's suffering so terribly, you can't do anything else, you can mechafe Yisurim. Yisurim is mechafe. Chavivim Yisurim. It's not just the fact that you're alive. It's the fact that you're suffering for Klai Yisrael. That's the biggest kafar. That's what Rabbi Yaz wants to hear. And it's the same thing. When the Tzadik suffers, when the Tzadik dies. So the way we meant to look at it is that the Tzadik died not because he deserved it. The Tzadik dies become a punishment which the whole door would have to suffer otherwise. And it's the same thing by Yerubim Menashe. We saw, let's finish this point, we saw that Klai Yisrael collectively were responsible for the Avera Bachon. Maybe even more than collectively responsible because they should have done something to guard the Kherim like we did last time. And therefore there was a certain kitrog, there was a certain debt of sin that Klai Yishol carried. Yar ben Menashe, which had nothing to do with it. He was a tzaddik. He wasn't at all involved in the whole story of Yerichai. But Lemaise, his death, because he didn't deserve it, on an individual level, worked to Mechapra and Klai Yishol. Worked to Mechapra and Klai Yishol. And that's the story that uh, we see in, in the story here. We see other times in the Nach, in history as well. That instead of punishing a roiv, instead of punishing the whole Jewish people, or many of the Jewish people, instead of punishes one tzaddik. He acts as the Korban Sibur, so to speak, and like the Ramchazal, the this point again, it's Kedai for him. Because if that's the case, since Klai Yisrael is saved in his merit, then Klai Yisrael's future schosim will all to his account. It's because of him that Klai Yisrael, so to speak, continues. So, that's what we're going to talk about tonight.